Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. It's hump day. Hey, you big and hairy, dude. Hold up. Run, 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 Let me introduce myself. My name is Humpty. This is an NFL Hump Day Roundup with Isaac and Sue. If y'all ain't excited about this game, you can't get excited about no other games, man. It's Wednesday, uh, Hump Day with Isaac and Sue on 1080. The Hump. Uh, deal is in on the text line at 503-250-1080. He says, a neighbor took a 20-foot Halloween skeleton and put a Santa outfit on it for the season. Now, I don't know if he's joking, but uh, is that what we're doing now? Maybe hybrid Halloween Christmas decks? Well, that would be at least more apropos for the season rather than the Halloween deco still being up, uh, you know, Amir. I mean, that could be a thing, you know, Halloween. If you have the right structures, just just make a switch at some point in November. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. sure. Or like Scary Santa and then take off a couple things and now he's Happy Santa for Christmas. Um, All right, where do we begin? Okay, so I'll give you these numbers. The question is, will any Thanksgiving NFL records be broken? Um, Here they are. Receiving yards on Thanksgiving, the most ever is Andre Johnson. Okay. Texans? 188, yes. Houston Texans. 188? Not that that many. I mean, it is, but it isn't. It's breakable. Okay. You have O.J. Simpson rushing yards, 273. Wow. That's, that's a lot. That's got to be like the, what? that's like a top 10 total in league history, right? It's got to be somewhere near that. That's a good question. What is the record for most rush yards in a game in the NFL? Wasn't it, uh, I think it was like 313 or something like that. By it whom? Was, well, Clock Killing Corey Dillon had it for a while. Um, Clock let's, Killing let's, Corey Dillon. Let's find out. This is People Killing O.J. Simpson. Oh, speaking of O.J., did you see how... Uh, he popped up on the internet's in uh, meme comedy this week, again. Yeah, is because because of, of his videos that he puts out. No, there? this is this had to do with an NFL transaction. You see this? No. <laughs> Melvin Gordon, when he was waived by the Broncos, posted a meme that said like that said "Peace out Broncos," 
and it was him driving the white Bronco down the freeway. Melvin Gordon put his face in the white Bronco. Oh, dear. I don't know if he uh, totally got the context or he just Googled, like, Bronco and put himself in a Bronco. Oh. Or he knew the context and didn't care. And then he said, uh, and he said, in Broncos Nation, y'all been hell, or something like that. Oh, like, it's, like, you've not been good. Well, he, he keeps dropping the ball. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they got a lot of problems there. The last thing they need from you is dropping the ball. He probably, is he too young to even know the OJ Bronco thing? Maybe. I don't know, maybe. Uh, that makes me feel old. Um, Sterling Sharp receiving tutties on Thanksgiving for... Boy, getting five in a game. That's By the way, the Juice, sixth all-time rushing game with 273. Number one is Adrian Peterson, 296. Oh. Corey Dillon had it at one point with 278. So nobody's ever gotten 300 rushing yards in a game Never. in the NFL. Huh. They have in college. I know Melvin Gordon did it. Yeah. There's a little guy by the name of Tony Sands at Kansas that rushed for like 350 one year. Peyton Manning passing tutties, six. I don't know. Josh Allen could throw six on uh, Detroit tomorrow. He could. <laughs> and most sacks, Cam Jordan. Four. It's tough to get more than four sacks. Yeah, I mean, I think the receiving yards one would be the one that would be the closest to, to maybe going down. But uh, I don't know. Six tutties? Quarterback? That, I, I do agree. I think that this... It's, it's the receiving yards or it's the touchdowns. The problem is, is it to break the record or to tie the record? Got to break it. Because you're going to need seven touchdown passes then. Yeah. That seems like, I mean, obviously six is oh. already a tall order. I have one other. Passing yards for a quarterback. This is tough, too. 455, even in today's game. 455, Troy Aikman. That seems more achievable than the touchdowns yeah. to me. Odds-wise, Andre Johnson receiving yards, 5-1. to one. Troy Aikman passing yards, 7-1. to one. But most likely none of them will be broken tomorrow. Um, all right, so we now know what the Cardinals coach did to get fired, the offensive line coach. Is it just me, or do all offensive line coaches look the same? Um, they often do, yeah. Most They're of fat and bald and, and white. Yeah, and then usually have some sort of uh, whitish-grayish stubble going on. Exactly. Yeah. Sometimes they're in a backwards hat. Yeah, think Kavanaugh. Remember Kavanaugh for Oregon State? They all look like him. Well, this guy, whose name I don't remember, uh, it turns out that he was fired for groping a woman Sunday night in Mexico City. We mm. thought mm. we were talking about prostitution, but right. that's legal down there. Um, so he, he groped a woman. We don't know the circumstances. Uh, he was fired immediately, so obviously it was bad. The cops were called. Uh, that was Sunday night. They played the game on Monday, so they sent him on a plane home Monday morning. Right. So, um, do you think the question is, is, does this get covered on Hard Knocks in season tonight? So, I, I think that there's there's not any way they won't mention it, but I also doubt that there will be much footage and or discussion of it. I, I think it will be addressed, and it won't give us anything of substance that will be like, I can't believe right. we got that. Like, we're not going to get something really juicy out of Hard Knocks tonight. Yeah, it'll be like a 10-second, oh, by the way, we're putting the offensive line coach on a plane. Yeah, you're going to get Liev Schreiber saying like something along the lines of, and down south of the border, the the staff takes a takes a hit down south as well or something. I mean, who knows what he's going to say, but it's, it's going to be something like uh, that just gets narrated into, and that's too bad for them. And more drama yeah. that they have to overcome. Well, I, the other thing, too, is I, you know, it's so funny, like, as a, as a football fan, 
we've talked to enough of these coaches over the years that I just feel like they're all workaholics. But you forget, you know, we, we just assume these guys are, are watching film at all times or, you know, color coding their play sheet or whatever. Yeah, they're not. Apparently in uh, Mexico City, they're out groping ladies. Yeah, and, and I guess it got, it was, the incident got reported to Mexican authorities, and the Mexican authorities immediately reported it to the Cardinals. Yeah. I don't know. There's probably more to it. Yeah. You know. I mean, if this were 1950. You know. What would happen if it were 1950? Oh, uh, two, uh, two quarterbacks benched. Jets uh, have benched Zach Wilson in favor of Mike White, not Joe Flacco. Uh, I believe if you have watched Zach Wilson at all, it is actually hard to comprehend how bad he is. It really is. What is that stat you had? Uh, yards per play? Yes. For the Jets in the second half of that game? In the second half against the Patriots, the Jets averaged 2.77 inches per play. <laughs> Not yards. Inches. Inches. Wow. So if you've watched Zach Wilson, you know that he's awful. And I mean just extra level awful. Now, they did, in, in his defense though, they went 5-2 and two with him as the starter. Joe Flacco started the first three games, and they were 1-2 and two in those games. And their offense had a little pop, actually. Yeah, well, they beat Buffalo. It's right. not like they just beat all these bad teams. Uh, he played much better in the Buffalo game, I thought. Uh, I forget the game the week before. Maybe it was New England the first time, but... He was just, yeah, it was New England the first time. He is, boy, it, it's not just that he's bad and he is really bad. It's that, and Salah even said this, it's this this thing of not uh, accepting responsibility. They, they asked him, you played the clip yesterday, but yeah. did you let the defense, do you think you let the defense down with your play? And he said no. And apparently Robert Sala, Robert Sala came out and addressed that and said, "Yeah, there's some there's some guys not not real happy about that." Yeah, so and you don't have to say you don't have to go out there to the press and say, "I sucked, I was dog ass," you know, whatever. But you can say, "We're real disappointed with our effort today." That like every loss stings, and when the defense plays like that, it hurts to not pick them up. I mean, it's not hard to do that. No, and it's not only that, but it's very weird to say no. Like, yeah, dude, boy, that says a lot about you. All you just he was you annoyed did. and yes. defensive. Of course, you let the defense down. Hello, but it is amazing that they are six and four. I mean, that's is that not a testament to Robert Sala and the job he's doing? They are six and four with Zach Wilson, Joe Flacco, and Mike. White. I think he's going to be very successful. Robert, like Sala. Robert Sala. Yeah, is. I like Sala. Yeah. Now, which team would be better with a good quarterback? Jets or Seahawks? Wait, are you implying I mean, the Seahawks at, don't have a good quarterback right, already? Right. I, I went the same place you did in my head. I'm like, wait, Wasn't wait, wait, he the NFC mean, player of the month <laughs> start the season? That doesn't mean uh, Geno's not good. I mean, franchise guy. It's probably the Jets, right? Because yeah, Geno's I mean, way I, better than Zach Wilson. Well, and you're also just... I whether or not I feel like they're they're in slightly different spots because Gino feels like a bridge to be whereas like a bridge to the next guy whereas Wilson's supposed to be the guy so if he's not I mean I, I think you could win with Gino in Seattle sooner than you could win with Wilson or another I, I guess I don't know what your options are to pick up in New York if you have to draft somebody or if you can sign somebody but I I think that. Personnel-wise, the Jets are actually pretty good outside of the quarterback position, or at least they're maybe. Yeah. Well, so it's Seahawks. Yeah. Better Seahawks doing it with a lot of youth, though. They and both like, had good drafts. Yeah, they did. They've they've both got a lot of youth that's contributing, which is, uh, well, how you win under new eras or in transition times.
The Texans have benched Davis Mills. Insert Kyle Allen. So if I if I came on here and said Sam Allen and Kyle White were starting Sunday, would anyone know the difference? Probably not. I was also going to say that if you said that Mike White was starting for the Texans and Kyle <laughs> Allen was starting for the Jets, no one would bat an eye either. Exactly. Could you tell me? I had to. I tried to think. I thought about this for a while. Do you know where Mike White went to college? Could have given me twenty five guesses. I wouldn't have got it. Oh. Uh, no, I don't. South Florida. I don't remember oh. it at all. Okay. I also don't remember him being on the Cowboys, but he has played in some NFL games. He played for the Jets last year, and didn't he have, didn't he have like one of those big, you know, Suk loves to just drop a deuce right on these, but every once in a while the quarter, the backup quarterback comes in and he gives the team a shot in the arm yeah. and throws for 400 yards. I remember that happened with, um, oh, who was the Niners guy? Nick Mullins with the yeah. Niners. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Niner guy. You remember that? It was Nick, after CJ. They moved on from CJ Beathard yes, to Nick Mullins. Yeah. yeah. Uh, excuse me. CJ beat hard. That's right. Please. Yeah. White, I think, had one of those games last year where we were like, oh, look at this guy. Well, he's back in there. I don't know why he. I, I think it's weird that they don't put Joe Flacco in there. That's what I was. not bad. So that's what I was thinking. because That's why I asked about Mike White. I'm like, so I don't even know who this guy is. And not that, obviously, he's the, he's the younger player that they're going to go with, but. I feel like this team, especially because Wilson hasn't been exhibiting any leadership or accountability, like you need a guy who's done that and can demonstrate that, and you know you have that in Flacco. Yeah, eh, Flacco's not. I mean, I don't know. Somebody asked uh, if you flipped Geno Smith and Zach Wilson, are the team's records flipped also? Well, they have Ooh. about this. Don't they have the? They have the same record, don't they? Are they both six? And oh, they four? are both six and four. So <laughs> yes, yes, they are. The answer is they would be. <laughs> yeah. So um, look, the pan- oh, and we have another one too. So Kyle Allen, I don't know. Uh, Kyle Allen was that guy who also had a little bit of uh, backup quarterback magic with uh, Carolina several years ago. Carolina has switched quarterbacks. They are now uh, moving off of Baker Mayfield and going to Sam Darnold. So I, I read this since 2019. The Panthers have averaged a new starting quarterback every five games. It has gone from Cam Newton to Kyle Allen, Will Greer, Teddy Bridgewater, P.J. Walker, Teddy Bridgewater, Sam Darnold, P.J. Walker, Cam Newton, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, P.J. Walker, Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold. Man. Pretty good list. A lot of ping-ponging with Baker and P.J. And Sam. Yeah, and Teddy Bridgewater was in there a couple times. Who's, who is... And Cam Newton twice. Who has the most diff- separate stints as starters? P.J. Walker? How many times? Walker. He, yeah. Uh, let's see. One, how many times did I say Walker? It sounded like about seven. <laughs> Three times. Two times for Cam Newton. Two times for Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, we had a Kyle Allen and a Will Greer. We have three Sam Darnolds. So he is, this is his third time getting the job back. Uh, Baker twice, and PJ three times. Sean Payton reportedly monitoring two coaching jobs. We'll tell you what those jobs are uh, when we return. It's our NFL Hump Day Roundup, 416 on the fan. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Tacovas is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. All right, we're humping uh, Suka Sick. So it's Buck and I. Uh, in the news is next. Uh, we will rob the bank. I do have Suke's picks if you want to hear what Suke has um, going. I have those. He texts them to us, and so we'll get those out at 530. Um, Sean Payton, a couple of other newsy items today. Sean Payton reportedly monitoring two coaching jobs uh, as he's sitting on the sideline. He's been doing a pretty good job in the media. I've seen him on Colin's show, and I've, you know, he's uh, is he a, is, he's in this, one of the studios, I think, maybe the Fox studio. For uh, some games. Um, He's good. Yeah, no, he is. He does a good job. Um, The two jobs that he is monitoring are the obvious ones because the two that have a quarterback. One is the Chargers and the other is the Cardinals. Now, if if either of those teams get Sean Payton, they would have to work out a deal with the Saints because he's under contract for two more years. But, boy, I I think he is a, I mean, I, I don't think Staley has done enough to get fired with the Chargers. Uh, but if you have a better option like Sean Payton sitting out there, I would make a move. It'd be a little cold-blooded, but um, I think that the fit of Sean Payton with Justin Herbert and the Chargers is tremendous. The Cardinals one is interesting. I don't know that I'd want any part of Kyler Murray as a coach. Precisely my thought. I mean, I think if you're Sean Payton and you're weighing those two situations against each other, one is clearly better than the other except i don't know what dealing with ownership and management in the chargers office is is like i mean i know you have 
Yeah. You know, Spanos. the Spanos family. So I, I don't know if that is a turnoff for people, but personnel and football wise, you'd think that's a better situation because I don't know who wants to co- coach Kyler right now. Yeah. I mean, it's probably a good debate without knowing the details. Which would you rather have the problem of a quarterback like Kyler Murray or the problem of an owner like Dean Spanos? It's probably the ba- It's probably the latter. Um, especially because Kyler, you know, for all his faults, he is pretty good. I think the Sean Payton uh, thing, though, because he was so in love with um, oh, uh, Taysom Hill. I wonder if the Kyler Murray, just his ability to move around and his legs make that more attractive to Sean Payton than, say, Justin Herbert with the Chargers. Although I've always kind of thought, and he, look, you don't want to get your quarterback killed in the NFL. I think... Herbert could run more. We saw that more at Oregon. Yeah, I think that what the the difference is, like, I still don't think you're going to call a lot of designed runs for Herbert the way you... But, like, I don't really think you should be for Kyler. I think both those guys can keep a play alive with their legs, and both of them can pick up a first down if they need to. Well, I feel like Murray can... is There is an element of him where you just let him do whatever the hell he wants. Sure. If he can squeeze out of it, then let him do it. You wouldn't do that with Herbert, but it's kind of like how Rodgers used to run. You know, Rodgers never really... I don't... He never really tucks and runs anymore, but um, it was always a last resort, but he could still move a little, and I think that's... You should never see, really, Herbert doing that. Right. That's not true. I saw a couple of them the other night. They were playing. Well, against Kansas the Ni- against the Niners, he he ran for one that got that he almost took an ugly blow to the head, or it looked like an ugly yeah. blow, and I got ejected for yeah, it. Yeah, you're right, and he does, and he'll have a tendency to put his shoulder into somebody too. He like, broke his collarbone like that in college. He was diving for the goal line for the Ducks one of the years he was injured. Yeah, but I just think if you got a quarterback that even Herbert, who you just you want him throwing the ball, he still he can run. I think you got to utilize that maybe a little bit more. Kyler's a whole different animal, so I wonder it'd be interesting to get in Sean Payton's head. What about the Colts? You know, the Colts could end up getting a pretty good draft pick and then get a quarterback and you could take over that team. Uh, again, ownership, eh, I don't know, but they have a decent roster. What about the Raiders, if you're Sean Payton? Sounds like Derek Carr may be out of there. Uh, what about the Broncos, if you're Sean Payton? You might not want to even touch that. Man. I got to tell you, man. This sounds like a future poll question. If, if Sean Payton has his pick, which franchise is the best fit? See, I would go... Or if you had your pick to coach a franchise, which one would you want to go well, to? Well, I would choose the Chargers. I think I would, too. I think the quarterback but, means the most right now. But that Cardinals situation, very interesting. Very intriguing. Um, I got to tell you, man, that Nathaniel Hackett, I, <laughs> there is no way to, to judge this. He is the worst coach I have ever seen. Wow. Dude, he is so bad. They, That's a hell of a claim, he though. Is so, ba- give me a. Who is the worst coach you've ever seen? Like when you watch them, it, well, and it's weak. I weak. don't have to go much further than Jim Tom Sula, who who, <laughs> who got a, who got a full year with the Niners. Fair, fair. Uh, also had a bad team though. Chip Kelly yeah. had that same team, and he went one and whatever. right. I mean, yeah, Chip also wasn't good, but yeah, man, yeah, Chip was Tom just stubborn Sula. and didn't have personnel. Tom Sula was in over his head. But man. I also feel like Tom Sula wasn't a, a coach that they hired to do anything. It was just he was a coach to take marching orders. He was yeah. a D line coach with a headset. Hackett, they hired like this is our guy. He is so bad. He gave up play calling. So what are we at week eleven? He's already given up play calling duties because he's so because he sucks at it. He's terrible at game management. That's bitten him in the ass a couple times. He gives up play calling duties uh, duties and they still only score sixteen points. They he I'm not sure how you would ever measure it, but Nathaniel Hackett might be the worst coach I've ever seen. 
I'm trying to look up other lists of worst coaches just to see if anything hits. Uh, Urban Meyer is listed. <laughs> uh, very good. Um, Bobby Petrino. Very good. Who left his team in the middle of the season with a, what, well, a fax? Didn't he send a fax or something? No, Joey. Have you heard Joey tell that story? I have, but not for years. It's great. Yeah, Bobby Petrino was a mess. Joey Harrington was on, on that team, and he had no business coaching men in the NFL. It didn't sound like it. Um, yeah, I mean, oh, you know what? One I did think of, Hugh Jackson has been pretty miserable for a couple different franchises, Browns yeah. and Raiders both. That's right. Didn't he win like two games with the Browns? Yeah, and and yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah, they're all bad. He but- went- they had bad rosters. With the Browns, Hugh Jackson, I don't know how he got this many games. 336-1. Yeah, 336-1, right. Good Lord. Yeah, and they were, you know, some of that's not his fault. Bad teams, bad rosters. Like, the Broncos have one of the best defenses in the NFL, man. But so and you they think, have Russell Wilson. So you think if they gave Paul Hackett three years, he could get to 336-1? and one? You mean Nathaniel Hackett. That's what I meant, yes. And yes, Paul Hackett <laughs> could get, <there> could get <laughs> to 336-1. and one cause, And I am so biased about this. Paul Hackett was in Kansas City as the OC when I was there. And, oh, my God, did he draw the ire of the fans. He was awful. And now it's no shock to see his son be awful. What did the Hackett's – do they have naked pictures of somebody? They're a joke. So I, this question from the text line, are we sure Hackett is that bad or has Russ well, regressed so much that we and we aren't willing to admit it? I, I No, we are willing to admit Russ has regressed. There is no question. And when I said he has Russell Wilson, that's not exactly a good thing. Oh, right, Russ right. is terrible uh, right now. He holds on to the ball too long. He has not been the same since the injury. That said, watch their offense. I mean, it, it is... It's abysmal. It is abysmal. And then watch his decision. He Last week, they were playing the Raiders. And the Raiders were driving down. And they lost again, by the way. What are they, 3-7? and seven? Oh, are you talking about the timeout situation? Yes. Oh, my God, it was Dude, bad. Dude, he is a moron. So, listen, the Raiders are driving down for the game-tying field goal or game-winning touchdown. Last minute or so. It was, in, yeah. it was within the last minute. And the Raiders complete a long pass, and uh, and so it's now first down, and they're running down the field to spike the ball. Yeah. So it will be second down instead of first down. Mm-hmm. They are giving up a down to stop the clock, mm-hmm. and Nathaniel Hackett called a timeout. Yeah. And when his team had the ball with, I think, two timeouts and 140 to play, and they were put in a, I think, a running situation, they chose... Not to run and to try to hold the timeout, and then they were going to like play for overtime after giving it away. And I'm like, what? What? What are you? Yeah, yeah, that's right. What are you doing? What? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> I mean, he messed it up on he's both off. sides of the ball. Yeah, he's off. He he is an idiot. New fun game. Before we go, is their season over? There's a lot of teams on this list, by the way. Uh, we'll start with the Rams. Yes. What's their record? Uh, I should probably have the standings up, shouldn't I? Uh, they are three and hold, please. Yeah, I think their season's over. I think they're done. They're three and seven. But they can't. They're done. They yes. can't score. If they were, if if, if if somehow they were four and six, I might have held off on saying they're done. But they're done. I think they're done just by the look of them. I would agree with that. Uh, the Packers, four and seven. Hmm. I feel like they're done. Yeah. They're not like the Bucks. I think the Bucks are 5 and 5 and waffling, but they're mm. getting it together a little bit. Packers Although, are done. But here's the thing, to get into that 7th spot, you you'd only need I mean, the teams ahead of you are Seattle, Washington, Atlanta, and Detroit. 
they don't exactly scare you. I mean, if, if you can, if you can go off on a run, I know. I mean, I think Seattle's going to get in the playoffs. But those other teams ahead of them, Washington, Atlanta, Detroit, I'm not confident that they stay around 500 if the Packers can somehow string together a couple. But again, mm, with, with, with what we've seen, what's to indicate they're going to string a couple together? Well, that win over Dallas was pretty big. You're right. That's really big. They may be hanging by a thread, but they're they're four and seven. Cardinals, done. I, I think they're done. They're cooked. Browns, they get Deshaun back next week. They're they're no, they're done. Or is it this week? No, they're they're what too far they? out of it. They're they're three full games outside of the seven spot. They're three and seven. Yeah, cooked. They're done. Steelers. Same as the Browns. I don't count them out. I think so. What about the Colts? They <laughs> play the Steelers this week. God, if the honestly, Philly lost, if the Colts, they should have beat Philly. Yeah, they should have beat. And Philly. you know what? The, they had no business doing it. And they should have done it. People, um, people forget this too, and I remember this because I had money on it. But the Colts, so they have two losses on the on a last second touchdown. Yeah, Washington was the other one. Taylor Heineke pulled some magic out of his ass and beat them. If they win those two games, Philly and Washington, completely different story. And one of the most winnable games of the football season for either team involved in it was the tie between the Broncos and the Colts where no one could do anything. <laughs> that's right. They could have easily taken that one too. Oh, you're so right. Yeah, that's why we love the NFL, man. It, the, it's it's a little it comes down to minuscule things. Like what look at the Raiders. Like as bad as they've been, aren't they all one-score losses? Are they I, done? I think there's one that isn't, but the problem is they've blown 3 17-point leads. Yeah. Exactly. I think that's a bad team. I think they're yeah. done. Three and seven. Uh, Broncos, season done. Three and seven. With that coach, it is. Uh, yeah. Uh, Saints, they suck, right? Let's see. Four and... Four and seven? Yeah, four mm. and seven. And, the dude, they're only a game and a half back in the division. See, that's, that's the thing, is that their division <laughs> is still winnable. Dennis Allen sucks, too. That's another... Nathaniel Hack, my ire would be directed at Dennis Allen if I cared more, but instead it's Nathaniel. Yeah, Dennis Hack. Allen's not a good coach. There are, other, there are other people that should have gotten a shot in New Orleans. Exactly. And then uh, what about the Bears? Bears done? Three and eight. Yeah. The Bears done. are dead last in the NFC. I will say they are done. Oh, they are dead last in the NFC. Them and the Panthers, both the only two teams that are three and eight in the NFC. Damn. All right, there's your Hump Day Roundup. Uh, we'll get to in the news coming up next. Uh, if this doesn't tell you kids are idiots, I don't know what does. Here's Buck with SportsCenter. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. 
Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. Sports correction. Uh, in the interest of accuracy, we need to report to you that uh, the Colts did not tie the Denver Broncos. Uh, the Colts actually won that game. That's right. In overtime. It looked like it was going to be a tie. It probably should have ended in a tie. That was one of the worst games of all time. Yeah. 12-9. to 9. Uh, the tie that the Colts had was even worse. It was with Houston, at the opening game. <laughs> I, that's right. I think they were down twenty to nothing and yeah, came and all tied. the way back, yeah. and then they just no one scored again. <laughs> Dude, can we just real quick before we get to in the news? Can we just talk about how the Colts are having one of the strangest seasons in NFL history? Oh, absolutely. So they go out. So they 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 are pretty good last year, and but then they. T- um, they crap the bed at the end of the season, right? Mm-hmm. They go out and they get Matt Ryan. Everybody's like, oh, my God, the Colts, they're going to be pretty good. They, they just crap the bed, remember? They had, all they had to do was beat the Jaguars yep, and couldn't right. do it. Yeah, and so and they lost that game to the Raiders. Like They should have been in the playoffs. They go out and get Matt Ryan. Everybody's high on him. They tie Houston. They get blown out by Jacksonville, and then they beat Kansas, Kansas City. What? And then two weeks later, they play that game against Denver where we're all just stunned that they both suck. 12 to 9 and then they lose and then they fire their coach hire some dude from ESPN mm-hmm. and then they almost beat the best team in the NFL. Oh and by the way that guy from ESPN who joined them in the middle of the week wins his first game and then almost beats the best yeah. team in the league. <laughs> dude. My Colts. All right. Moving on. It is November 23rd, 2022 time now for in the news. I'm your newsman. Hello. Thank you. Carbon neutral. Thank you. Big Suk is sick today if you're just tuning in. Um <clears throat> Today is, of course, one of the biggest drinking days of the year, as we uh, were talking about earlier in our broadcast. Uh, it is called Drinksgiving, or Drinksmas. I think Drinksgiving clearly makes more sense here. Well, you would think. I mean, Drinksmas yeah. probably got to go to a different day for that. But what day would that be? Would that be the day before Christmas? I mean, that's Christmas Eve. Would Drinksmas be Christmas the 23rd? Eve. Uh, this day could also be referred to as Blackout Wednesday, not to be confused with Black Friday. Oh, um, I've heard it called Blackout Wednesday. In fact, my brother, very much part of the Blackout Wednesday, oh one, one year notoriously coming home from college. Oh, dear. Now, what are your favorite scenarios in which to drink? Uh, wow. What, I mean, yeah. of given any to choose from? It's a big question. Yes, because I think, yes, not all drinking is created equal, although drinking is delightful, as long as we can all do it in moderation, right? Um, what is, yeah, what scenario, like, I love golf. I really don't drink when I play golf. So, and I, I do like to drink when I play golf, but not, but I'm competitive enough. I don't want to totally lose the edge. But and is that your favorite drink? Is, no, what is I was going to say, I think some of the best drinking is immediately post-golf. When you're tired from playing golf. Yeah. And you're like, okay. 19th hole. Yeah, that's golf. what I'm saying. 19th hole is peak drinking, especially 
with the right weather, a patio, the right time of day. Well, I don't want to sound bougie, but one of my favorite things is uh, a nice glass of wine paired with great food. There you go. At dinner. So okay. that's, that's one. What about tailgating? I, so that was going to be next on my list, and I, I'm embarrassed I wasn't going to say tailgating, but just specifically with a sporting event. Like I, I, Any I, sport. I love to have a, a, dra- a cold draft beer with a sporting event and buddies. Right. Or just at your house. What about pool drinking? Pool drinking is great. Pool drinking is excellent. Yard, what about uh, yard work drinking? Uh, you I, down with that? I am down with that. It's a, a little bit more challenging because usually you need a hand to drink and two hands to do the yard work. And so that can be, I mean, you can have it off to the side, but well, that's, that's not I mean. quite as... Uh, it's not uh, as satisfying for you. No. Shower beer. Some people do the shower beer. I have done the shower beer. I've I like the sh- I like the shower beer. Can I give you one, though, that comes to my mind? I don't ski much anymore. That was my favorite shower beer was post-ski or snowboard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. The best shower beer. That first beer or drink coming off the ski slope. It, it's awesome. There is something really special Hits about different. that drink. Yeah. So it's Drinksgiving. Drink away. Now imagine that first drink off the slopes in your shower. Yeah, but there's something about the grime and being able to just sit down and relax. I know what you mean. Your and by like fire pit and yeah. all the stuff still yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. And the night is young. Yeah. Well, if this doesn't tell you kids are idiots, I don't know what does. We've been uh, professing that here for years. We had um, we had a prank caller from a kid who reported a shooting at Heritage High School on Tuesday morning. I mean, come on, man. Not the read cl- the room, bro. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say not the climate for that, man. Well, this is why kids are—they just—they're uh, just in their little kid bubble. Yeah, morons. Uh, so there was no threat. If you—if you're just hearing about this, no threat at Vancouver's Heritage High School. This was this morning. Um, it was a—it was fake news. Came in at 8:23 a.m. Uh, someone claiming to be a teacher in the school said seven students had been shot, and I'm sure some. Dip-ass kid is sitting there thinking that's funny. Oh, I'm sure. But hopefully they find him and scare the living daylights out of him. Um, what else do I have for you here? Oh. Let's get you uh, an update on the Idaho stabbing deaths. Yeah, I've been waiting for one because there have been shockingly few updates about what's going on there. It's very eerie that they don't really have much of anything. Or if they do, that they haven't really given the public much of a chance to help. Right. So the latest is the authorities came out and said that there were, it says here, there were hundreds of pieces of information about one of the girls having a stalker, one of the victims having a stalker. Okay. But they came out today and said they have not been able to identify a stalker. They had hundreds of leads and and they have not found that that person had a stalker. That's kind of strange that there would be that many leads and yet no right? proof that that's the case. So right now, they so this is, if you don't know the story, it's four college kids at the University of Idaho uh, out drinking, come home, 1.30. Four kids were not together, by the way. Right. Two, in, in pairs, two pairs. Right. But they were both out. Yeah. And they come home, and all four end up dead, stabbed in their beds, uh, discovered by two other kids in the house who were not harmed. But were home. But we're home. Yeah, it was and a big house, six bedroom house. Yeah, found found, you know, one of them was unresponsive, or maybe they were knocking on the door. We don't know, but uh, that's who called the police, and they have nothing. So they are a week. They are more than a week after the killing that took place November thirteenth. Yeah, and they have no suspect, and they have no weapon, 
and that town has about 25,000 people. And they know what the weapon was. It was like a 7-inch K-Bar Rambo blade. Right. Yeah. Very wild story. And very eerie and scary. Um, all right. You gonna watch the parade tomorrow? You big parade guy? I'm not a big parade guy. Who am I? Although... People still go to that? I like, think did they did. Did COVID kill the parade or no? Um, I guess it's outside. Yeah, it is outside. Cold might kill the parade. That thing, that's the thing is, I don't know who in their right mind wants to be in like windy, blustery New York City at like Hallelujah. this time of year at that time of day. No, thank you. How about bringing more bears to the North Cascades? Sure. I also have a story here. How Portland's crime rates compare to other cities. Would you like to hear that? Oh, I think a lot of people would like to hear that. Your noted newsman. Uh, I'll bring that to you next. Uh, it is 447 on the fan. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, the Hot 5 at 5 is coming up next. Uh, it's news today. A couple of uh, quarterbacks bench. We have a baseball move. Uh, Blazers are in action. World Cup scores. All of that's uh, next. We will have Rop in the Bank at 5.30. One other topic I wanted to get to next hour. Uh, might the Ducks be looking for a new offensive coordinator this offseason? I want to talk about Kenny Dillingham. But uh, right now... Right now, in the news, uh, Suk is not here. He is sick. Very, very sick. Actually, he's not. But you know what I told him? I said, uh, I said after last yesterday's show, he powered through yesterday, and I was like, man, just stay home tomorrow. You know? And I'm doing that selfishly because I don't want to get sick. Although this new studio is much bigger than our old studio. The old studio is the one where he gave me COVID. And I've become a little bit of a germaphobe now that I, I, I'm a little Howie Mandelish post-COVID. I just, and it's not like I'm crazy weird about it. I just, I want to do my best to not get sick as often as possible. And I feel like people need to be more respectful of other people when they're sick. So I don't know why people go to work when they're sick. Now, there's some people that have to with their job. I get it. But this job, we don't. So let's not try to be a hero. Yeah, Stay I don't know. Home. I think there's this weird... I think we're starting to break out of it as a society, but I think there's this weird, a kind of overwhelming societal expectation to like be loyal and power through, and like, know. you know, know, you owe it to your coworkers and whatever. Like, you don't owe getting them sick for sure, but I, I feel like for for decades there was this notion that you're su- you're supposed to try. Hundred percent. You know. Hundred percent. And that we, is shifting. We need to rethink that, and I think COVID has helped us rethink that. Uh, I don't know. Any, I think he just had. He said he has a cold. But at the same time, it's just like, oh, man, just Thursday's Thanksgiving. We're off tomorrow. Just, uh, you know, stay home. Don't get us sick, man. Yeah, precisely. You son of a bitch. <laughs> so, so far. Also, Suk was just ill-equipped to actually speak on the radio. He couldn't yeah, he says he doesn't have a voice. Um, all right. Where was I? Uh, how Portland's crime rates compare to other cities? This uh, from KGW.com. This is where the Rose City ranks among 40 other markets in per capita murders, assaults, and robberies. Okay, buckle up. 
<laughs> yes, exactly. Because we, uh, in our little bubble here, we think, oh my god, crime is out of control. Uh, this is uh, these stats compi- compiled by American City Business Journals. Uh, I guess they own the Portland Business Journal. And it suggests that Portland, in an aggregate of three key metrics, is roughly average in terms of major crimes. So, like I said, 40 markets were studied here. Among those, Portland is 21st in per capita crime. Um, They examined where Portland ranks among the markets in per capita murders, assaults, and robberies. Then, after adding those rankings, organized them from lowest, um, less per capita crime, to highest. They further compared the first six months of this year and the same period in 2021. And in Portland, murders during that time were down. We are a plus seven right now in the uh, murder tote board, while the number of aggravated assaults dropped as well. However, as we've been seeing in our neighborhoods and in our communities, the number of, uh, the number of robberies locally has risen dramatically. They said from 488 between January and July of 2021 to 737 this year. So that's, you know, I mean, damn near double. Well, not quite double, but 35% more. Yeah. Hmm. Overall robberies were up in 29 of the 40 cities. Murders rose in 16 cities while aggravated assaults were higher in 20 areas and lower in uh, 20 other spots. So we're not doing that bad. So, yeah, I think I think the it's always a relative thing. Like you're the people who live here and ever comparing themselves to like I don't know Cincinnati or no. what, I mean. So well, it, what we're comparing ourselves to is prior is old Portland, right? Which was like utopia, of course. And, and nothing so I think bad ever happened. So the biggest thing is not uh, comparing apples to oranges, but apples to older apples. Yeah, I think I, I've told this to several people, you know, because I have um, family and friends in other states, and they're always just like, "Oh my God, what is going on there?" Oh my god, it's got to be so horrible. I'm like, brother, it's a city. And it's been a great city. It still is a great city. It's just, it has city problems just like any other city. And because it was a city that probably had so few city problems, like big city problems for so long, it's the same stuff that San Francisco has been dealing with for years. That's right. There are places you now don't go. The cool thing about Portland used to be that you'd go anywhere and not really worry about anything. Right. And now there are spots you want to avoid, potentially. It's iffy now, but that's like any other city. So, fake news. Well, I mean, not really fake. Not not totally fake, but come on, man. Still a great place here. Uh, There's your In the News, November 23rd, 2022. Uh, When we come back, we'll get to the Hot 5 at 5. A lot to discuss. I want to talk about Kenny Dillingham. I don't know if he'll take the Arizona State job. I guess I want to ask the question, is that a great first job? I don't know. Does it set you up to fail and then you never get another good crack? Or is that an excellent first job because he's like 32 years old and it's already a Power 5 job at a pretty big school? I don't know. We'll talk about that. And then we'll have Rop in the Bank uh, picks against the spread next hour as well. It is 456 on the fan. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh. 